0: So before we get into this episode, I'd just like to acknowledge that we're recording on Jar Jar Rung country, and I'd like to pay my respect to elders past, present and future.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Country Creatives. I am Caleb Maxwell and I've got in the studio with me your number two uh, country creative. <laughs> Reese Hendy. Are you comfortable with me called number being two? Being number
0: two. Yeah, yeah. I was like, am I like second or am I a number two? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't decide which angle you were taking there. And I was- but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
1: cop that one. Sweet. <laughs>
0: That's so good.
1: Look, my mind didn't go there, but I'm glad yours <laughs> did. <laughs> That's great. Well, we are back for another wonderful episode. It's the end of 2022. It's pretty much been a year since we decided to do this podcast journey. It has been. I remember at end of 2021, that uh, Emporium networking event mm. all started where we're seated right now. It actually. was in this room. Yeah. You had a much fuller beard. Oh, that was, yeah, I was doing was a huge. COVID beard. <laughs> it was dominating. <laughs> it was putrid. I failed <laughs> on that. <laughs> Finally, though, talking about the year that was, right, I've just restarted Hebron Films social media. Oh, well, I'll tell you what, mate, it's been about two
0: years, I reckon, since I've seen Hebron make a post at all. <laughs> yes. It's been absolutely
1: silent on the social <laughs> front for Yes, it has. There has just been too much other things to do, but I'm very happy to have it Actually, working again. And the best thing is, I'm not actually doing it. I do review the plan and uh, write uh, some of the content. But the team at KH Studio, we have got them on board to manage and lead our social media. Management and marketing. Oh man, so good.
0: Mm, yeah, that's awesome. They're they residents in at the Emporium Bam. hub, so they're just like around the corner, eh?
1: Yes, they are. It's very exciting. I had just been, you know, social media had been one of those like Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I had been doing a little bit of LinkedIn, but it'd been the whole area had been one of those things where I'm like, oh, I, I don't have time. I don't have a plan. I'm just not going to do anything. So we're we're restarted and. The a couple of posts are out and it's heaps of fun. I don't I didn't even have Instagram on my phone. Like the Hebron Films Instagram. Didn't even have to connect it connected to my phone. And so I thought I'd jump on there and blow me down. There's like 15-ish message requests sitting in the message request part. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's kind of hidden away, that little message request thing. So are you saying that there was – you didn't have it on your phone and nobody else did? Like it was literally – there was an account that nobody (laughs) was accessing. Yeah,
1: pretty much, yeah. But one of them that piqued my interest – was uh, from one David Dara from All Creative, and it was you were in the message as well. And Reese <laughs> Reese's giving me a quizzical look yeah, as if he like, can't remember what no, this I'm like, is. Hold on,
0: what is this? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah go it's a on.
1: joint message. And he posted in there a little photo of you and me in the studio from that networking event. And for some reason, I think we were just being silly or something, we were seated on stools and we went, like, turned back to back to pose for this photo. (laughs) And his caption was Step Brothers, like, part two. (laughs) I thought that's just the funniest thing ever. It's been, like, a year and I didn't even see this photo (laughs) until now. And, like, look, we've we've done a whole podcast podcast thing. And that's where it started. That's so good. I, I'm hoping we can dig that up and
0: use it as a, the cover for the <gasps> next episode, for this episode. Oh, we actually will.
1: That is genius.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. So bang on a year later, you finally got that message.
1: Yep. 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 Finally saw it. I responded to all those messages. So if you're out there and you are thinking of messaging Hebron Films Instagram, you may get a response these days. So that was one cool thing. While we're on that
0: um, social on that social front. Mm. I thought I'd just ask you a random question because okay. this episode, just in case you're wondering, is going to be fairly unscripted. Mm. We just want to do a recap on on the year and also talk about some of our aspirations for next year. Ooh, yeah, but the social thing is interesting. It seems like there's a there's a bit of a demise in um, mm. Instagram and Facebook, obviously, and like I'm wondering about mm-hmm. the value to businesses. I know some people make a lot of sales and inquiries through social media. Mm. You're obviously not one of those. Nah. Because if you only made your
1: inquiries through (laughs) Instagram, your business would have failed by now. (laughs) Yes, it would have. 100%. No. Yeah. Most of the work that we get comes through network marketing, through referrals, and through Google.
0: Yeah. And that's totally something that I've found with my business too, that the people who are looking for... My service, um, like Googling, because they don't really know where to look. Like they, if they're not connected to an artist that they know they want to use or mm. engage with, like a mural artist or or some kind of creative or. They want to to do some kind of creative activation. Like, where the hell do you start with that? So they're they're jumping onto Google and writing in these key terms, which I've um, sort of worked on over time to be searchable. And I guess the people who are saying maybe in your circumstance that when people are looking for a professional service, Hmm. they're probably not connected to those people through Instagram. Like, you probably follow a lot of other film-related content and streams and I follow a lot of artists and, like, you sort of follow those interests that you have and mm. people who are looking to hire you don't have those
1: interests. Yeah, that's an interesting point because I was very aware of that, especially on LinkedIn, that, you know, that the algorithm is there to serve you as a person, not your business. So it's just going to take notice of what you're engaging with. So if, yeah, like you say, if, you, if I'm following heaps of film stuff for my personal interest, then it's just going to give me more of that and spread what I do to similar people. Oh, yeah, I was aware that that was a thing. And on LinkedIn, I actually went through and just disconnected from everyone who was not a marketing professional. So I don't actually use that platform for my own personal interest. I'm not connected to a lot of filmmakers or or creatives. Um, and I kind of just did it as a bit of a experiment, I suppose, mm. to, um, to see if I could make that platform work a little bit better for business. Because... If I was doing it for my personal interest, it just wouldn't get the reach to the people that I wanted to be connecting with. I, um, I ditched all of the wonderful, <laughs> wonderful creative people that, uh, that I know and love to see what, what would happen. I, look, I have nothing to report on it yet. (laughs) (laughs) Is that just a new move that you've made? Yeah, probably made that move maybe three months ago. So yeah, the jury's out whether it was worth it or not. Um, And I do sometimes miss seeing some actual interesting content (laughs) that I find really interesting. But um, I think it's going to serve me in the long run. The reason we just got back into social media is to expand where our leads are coming from and build a bit of brand awareness. I don't think I've ever got a job from Instagram or Facebook, but LinkedIn is where all of my marketing managers and CEOs of small businesses are hanging out. So using that as our primary platform to to expand and and see if we can get a wider reach than just what we get in Google and network marketing, because both of those are working really well. Mm, I've often uh, toyed
0: with the idea of getting into LinkedIn as a bit of a leads Mm. generator. Mm. It's a tricky one because you actually have to get on there and engage with the whole thing.
1: Well, that's yeah. what I found. I was like, uh, oh, I don't have a plan. So I feel like uh, what I do is kind of just pissing in the wind. That's why we got some help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been it, so far, it's like a week in, but it's just so liberating and it makes me want to engage with the, my own platform more, knowing that there's a consistent stream of content going out that's strategic and planned out. How good's that?
0: What, what did they kind of recommend on how many posts you should do? Three, three a week. Yeah, um, on LinkedIn or on every platform? Everything.
1: Um, but the content is the same on every yeah, yeah, cool. on every platform. Just gets spread out. Yeah, it's going really well. Um, but I think that social media, I think that our culture is really shifting the way it engages with online content and social media and what it wants, what people want from it. I think the pendulum has swung a little bit to not being so enraptured with you know, being so glued to your your phone or engaging with uh, content that's obviously kind of fake. You know, people's BS Mm. meters are really strong now because we've just been fed so much content from so many influencers and brands that you're like, I actually don't care about any of that. What value does this actually add
0: to my life? Yeah, Mm. yeah. It does seem like there's a shift. The only thing I'm kind of annoyed about with, like, the thing that I think was really great about social media was – being connected to like what's happening, like mm. in terms of in the the town that I live, mm. if there's a networking event or some kind of social gathering or a gig, or oh
1: yeah, and a, that stuff that just could, gets
0: lost. Hey, well now, where do you go to find <laughs> to find that stuff? You could literally just sift through, oh, what's on this weekend that I could go and do, whether it's a beer festival or whatever, and it would pop up on the Facebook events thing. Mm. Like, shit, now I've got to go to like maybe Eventbrite or like some other. <laughs> events service or sign up to something to get that information delivered to me. And if you want to hold an event, how are you going to get two people Yeah, with less engagement in social media? It seems like the golden days of oh, everyone yeah. being on it oh. is kind of fading. Oh, definitely.
1: Mm. Yeah, for sure. It's an interesting space still and we will we will see where things move. Well, I'll tell you what, we're moving into social media. Hey, we are too.
0: Tell us more about that, Reese. <laughs> well, we were having a bit of a chat and we want to be a little bit more accessible to mm. our audience yep. and um, we're thinking that Instagram might be,
1: we'll start up an Instagram account. Yes, we are thinking that mainly because we are fairly time poor, you and I, but we still want to have a platform that's easy to engage with our audience and easy to put content out. So it's a win-win on our side and the audience side, uh, and we'll be able to be consistent with it.
0: Yeah. And it might even just be the, um, I think the title screen of our podcast episodes, but I think we'll chuck out some content there to actually ask some questions. Yeah. That's what we're really
1: after. Hey, we'd love to hear from our audience, just because we're interested about what is most valuable, what you'd like to hear, um, who you'd like to hear from. Mm. what your own experience in in business and
0: creative business is. If we've got some crazy ideas, like we want to stream an episode yeah. live, maybe Ooh, yeah. we could start to do some uh, Twitch streaming. But we want to just make sure we've got the finger on the pulse. And yep. if it's not something anyone's interested in, then we probably just won't do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so true.
0: All right, well, what else for this year? What was a standout for you? And, you know, I think I want to focus it in on your creative life or cool. this podcast. Who did you meet? This year, that was uh, a bit of a standout.
1: Look, some of my favourite episodes and and people that we talked to were within kind of my area of creative practice. Ben Watts was a standout for me. Uh, he was our amazing visual artist, After Effects splendor, whatever he used, um, amazing super star out of Swan Hill. Uh, that. Episode was just really fun. It was great to meet him and just learn about his, you know, persistence in Mm. getting to where he was just through... Self-learning and yeah. getting it done. He yeah. had
0: a lot of really interesting things to say about collaboration, especially mm. international collaboration between yep. teams. And um, yeah, that was that was really cool. Yep. That one. I think I had COVID for that. <laughs> I chat. think you
1: actually did. Yes, yeah. I remember. You were just absolute trooper, just <laughs> um, just being there for moral support, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> On mute most of the time, probably coughing your <laughs> lungs out. Oh,
0: 2022. Yeah, it was a year we uh, came out of restrictions for the first time in two years too, which I don't know if we if we
1: really need to touch on that too much. But <laughs> I think overall, as a society, we're in the uh, denial phase of, um, <laughs> of all of that nonsense. I'm feeling that. I don't, don't know if anyone else is just like, oh yeah, probably just don't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of um,
0: – I've got a bit of an idea for an exhibition that Ooh. might happen next year, Ooh. and it's to do with um, kind of the hangover. Good one. I've already got a title. I've got the posters printed out, but oh I, I I uh, don't have a space or a, I do things in a really weird order. I've got a really <laughs> cool idea, and I just started on it. <laughs> okay. It's uh, There's a lot of moving pieces that need to be pulled together, but All right. it's called The Art of No Restrictions. Ooh. And I think it's, it's, it's a bit of a commentary on – what it is to be living with no restrictions after such a big time of uh, repression and anxiety and all kinds of different social changes. Ooh. And it, I think we we'll, we might do something early next year almost as a, you know, this is what we learned coming out of restrictions. And yep. this, there's so many hangovers. Like I know yeah, I had a few, yeah. a few things that I developed over those lockdowns and then, mm. 2022 has been a year of kind of re finding my feet. Really, I think it really changed a lot of people. Like, yeah. on a really fundamental, deep level, yeah. people have changed. And so there's all this weird, like, am I the same person? Am I a different person? Do I like who I've become in those two years? Mm. Do I not like it? I don't know. There's all these discussions I think people are having internally yep. and externally. So I'm hoping that we can, well, use this exhibition as a bit of a
1: healing tool. Oh, I love that, bro. I was only talking to someone yesterday about this whole thing. And I th- I think the period of uh, reflection and... Healing and um, kind of unpacking is is yet to come in a big way. I reckon next, uh, yeah, next year sometime will be. We've had a little bit of space between mm. what happened and just had to. We had to push on and we just had to put it out of our mind for a little bit. But now we need to deal with what all the stuff that happened.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. It's a little bit of that like ignorance is bliss thing, right? Yeah, I totally. Sometimes I feel like I'm a little too self-aware, and that's, that's part of the problem. <laughs> it, it can develop kind of a, it can be a struggle uh, mental health-wise when you're mm. really self-aware of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, can't you just be ignorant? Wouldn't that be so much easier? Just, to, But it probably wouldn't be. No, no way. <laughs>
1: Ignorance, hmm. Is it bliss? You and I? No. No. Eyes wide open. That's it. (laughs) Bringing you truth, hard-hitting truth on this podcast. (laughs) Sure.
0: (laughs) We're going to do a couple of throwback episodes over Christmas break while we have a rest from business and podcasting. Yeah. So we'll we'll highlight a couple of really interesting talks. Just to throw back to one that I thought was really interesting was um, David... Gagliardi's Ooh, yeah. chat that was in the stage when I was we've done a talk about burnout yeah which was happened this year for me Ooh, yeah and his chat was kind of when I was at the most struggling with that I think what? he was one of the guests yeah who I who chatted about process and creativity mm-hmm. that I really took something away from cool and since then I've had some really great chats with him and I've been a bit more open about my side of that kind of situation and he we've been able to we've formed a pretty good connection talking about that stuff we've both got kids to parents that we're not with and mm. so there's some overlap in situations and mm. finding another person to connect with and talk to through this podcast was really great. That's amazing.
1: Yeah. David, absolute legend. Very good to have a deep discussion with. He'll yeah. go he'll go all the way deep with you. He loves it, doesn't he? he? Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. It would be remiss of us to not uh mention one Lauren Starr. As Reese just said, we're we're gonna play I reckon three Encore episodes, and we'll do longer recaps um, on the front of those episodes. So stick around in the next few months and um, and listen to those. But I just wanted to mention Lauren, an amazing, amazing interview. Um, She she has come into some wonderful success recently, and I am a little disappointed that I wasn't a little bolder in my prediction of that.
0: <laughs> oh, you wish you had called it out that you're going to win a big prize this year.
1: You <laughs> wanted to be like a
0: prophet. Of, uh- yeah, I did.
2: Hey, hey, it's Amy. Um, hey, let's go back in time and have a listen to what Caleb actually said during the interview with Lauren, shall we? Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. I feel like you are at like <laughs> the precipice of something great because you have like all the building blocks, uh, the real foundational internal stuff that has the hallmarks of a phenomenally successful artist. I can't wait. You know, I, yeah, I, I reckon I'm going to call it. <laughs> Go on, big
0: call, big prediction here.
1: By the time this podcast is released and listened to, people will know your name beyond the people that do that's not a very big call. I, was, this I went room. safe. Yeah. I went, <laughs> you went so safe on <laughs> that. I, I was <laughs> gonna call it and then I was like, nah, I've gotta I'm gonna go safe. <laughs> people will <laughs> know your name.
0: That's it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I do remember it getting a little bit awkward. You were trying to be really positive and like um, it was a really encouraging thing to say, but you said it in the most awkward
1: way. (laughs) That's so funny. But
0: getting back to the point of why we're mentioning Lauren, of course, she won the Blue Thumb Art Prize. That's the one. It's actually Australia's richest art prize. How cool is that? Yeah, that's massive. That's huge. And her artwork that she did was. Absolutely phenomenal. It was a everything in it. What it was called? The Midas touch? Was it? Was it called Midas touch? It was basically all these objects painted in gold spray paint or paint or however she did it. Like heaps of stuff, floral arrangements, and all these gold things, including her daughter, who she painted completely gold and then had posed in amongst all these gold (laughs) objects. And she used that as she took a photo of that. And it's an absolutely stunning photo. How amazing. We're interviewing people before
1: they before they go big mate. <laughs> totally claiming it. <laughs> totally. Uh, yeah, it actually has nothing to do with us. We just know talent when we see it. Okay, yeah. We can yeah, we can say that. We can say that. I'm Looking at the the photo now, and it is just phenomenal. Midas's daughter.
0: Midas's daughter. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well done, Lauren. Um. And thanks for
0: you know imparting with some of your wisdom and mm. talking about your art with us. Mm-hmm. We'd probably have to pay her to get her back on here. <laughs> yeah. Probably. International <laughs> speaking gigs coming out our ears. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, that was another great one, mate. And overall, I reckon just having chats with you, some of the off-the-cuff stuff we've had has been really good, talking about business and just a dedicated time to sit down and talk about creativity mm. and share it with the world. It's been kind of – it's been good. Mm. I listened back to an episode more recently. I think we were pretty good to start with, <laughs> like, you know, tooting our own horn. Um, I thought we were okay to start with, but I think we really, stepped it up a little bit. And Amy makes us sound way better than we do in <laughs> real life. So thank you, Amy, too. She's a, yes, thank you, Amy, being an absolute star. What about next year, mate? We do have some little uh, mm. plans on the
1: cards. We actually do. 2023 is shaping up to be already a really full year, <laughs> but full of really exciting things. On the cards for Country Creatives, we've been cooking up some really fun and valuable ideas, haven't yeah, we? Yeah,
0: we're going to do a cooking show.
1: <laughs> no. That's right. Okay, so we are- I kind of g- want to explore that idea <laughs> now, but maybe we'll do that off air. <laughs> maybe later on. Um, we are going to put together some content to do with kick-starting your creative career, which is targeted at younger people, high school age, that are looking into their future, starting to plan out what their education pathway might be, and and pondering the uh, eternally annoying question that every adult asks them: "What are you going to do after you finish school?"
0: Mm. <laughs> yeah, and then and then following that up with. You know, if it's some kind of art response that they want to do, they want to be an, an actor or a dancer or an, an artist or a yeah. filmmaker, you go, what's your backup?
1: Yeah, that's right. So we want to put together some content that actually fills what we think is a bit of a gap in the careers uh, education space to do with entering the creative industries. We think that there's been, and we've heard from some young people that there is some good, solid pathways that a community to students about uh, conventional roles and careers. But the creative industries is a bit of a big question mark. How do you get into a creative job? What even opportunities are there for creative jobs? Yeah, we were approached by two
0: young gentlemen who are on the youth council who came to us and had listened to an episode or found out about country creatives and said, oh, this could be have you guys thought about aiming it at more of an entry-level kind of market, which Hmm. piqued our interest? Yeah. And he sort of brought up some good points about how, even though those two weren't potentially into the creative industries, they're like, we've never heard a careers counsellor tell anyone about a creative industry Hmm. or a a creative pathway. Hmm. So then we went and we spoke to the – Youth Council in Bendigo, that's actually a really great initiative. I think maybe some other councils do it, but basically the Youth Council consulting to the Bendigo Council is on youth issues and topics, and they're they're running their own council meetings and Mm. giving recommendations, and it's a really, really great initiative, and Mm. we were lucky enough to go and present to them, or at least we actually just asked them a question of, Mm. is there a need for more information in this space for Mm. young people about Creative Pathways? And they said yes. yes. And they, they wrote us a letter yeah. that supports the claim that there's a lack of creative careers counselling yeah. at, sco- at a school level. Yep. And so next year I think we're going to do something about it.
1: Yeah, we are. It, and it's not just us that's noticing the need. There's uh, a few other great organisations that um, that are also doing things in this space, but we're going to put together some content. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled really is the message there. We are at the early stages but really excited to kind of feed back into the uh, the youth kind of demographic and and hopefully unlock some uh, imaginations about where where some young people could take their their journey and their career
0: Mm, and beyond our, you know, we've got some experience in some fields, but I think we'll be leaning on some other Definitely. creative professionals to help pad that out of yep. different industries that we don't know a lot about. And that, I think that's especially in, say, performance yeah, and music. Good.
1: Yes. Good. Um,
0: yep. they're, they're the main two I've, I feel like I know next to nothing about. Music,
1: nothing. Yep, I've got nothing.
0: Yeah, that could be really exciting. And if you're listening as a creative person, good on you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> actually, I'm just going to jump straight to that. I actually want to thank everyone who's listening. We've been looking at the numbers, and there are more and more people actually tuning in to listen to us yeah. talk about creative happenings, which is phenomenal. We're into the
1: hundreds, Reese.
0: Yeah, and there has been one, I'm going back to the recap stage, but yeah, there fine. has been one uh, one listener. Andre Sardoni is oh, just... give him
1: a shout yeah, out.
0: He's our first listener. Every yeah. time the episode drops, he would be the first person to listen to it.
1: Yeah, and it actually gives us some really good feedback. So, Andre, thank you, sir. You are a wonderful support and we appreciate you very much. Yeah, I reckon we might. We'll get him in at some point. Oh, most definitely. For anyone who doesn't know who we're talking about, uh, Andre is a legendary sculptor of metal
0: yeah you make some really amazing stuff and yeah we'll, we'll get him in we've been um just trying to work through we've got a huge list of ideas oh, and guests and yeah and people to chat to so mm. we'll just keep adding to that list and we will
1: another thank you that I would like to throw out there is to all of our past guests we've highlighted a, a couple that we're gonna do some encore episodes of but I I have just really appreciated getting to know all of the guests that have graced us with their vocal or physical presence. <laughs> and it's just been such an honour, hey, to hear their story and to, you know, agree to be on our podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. I think we said early on we recorded a few episodes and afterwards... were kind of like oh it feels good like it's such a great way to start the day like chatting to these people and we're just loving it it's giving us a lot of Mm. energy
1: oh yeah heaps heaps and heaps so Mm. thank you one and all you are all an inspiration Mm. yeah thanks caleb i agree with that (laughs) good um
0: We've we've alluded to some news that I have as well. Yes, we have in past.
1: Reese, what is this news?
0: Yes, I've uh, my my time has been acquired by an organisation as a project manager. So wow, yeah, um, I'm doing a lot of work with the Jajaro Enterprise, I should say, and uh, I'm on the the Jandak team, which means country,
1: wow, uh, caring for
0: country, and I'm on the design team there as a project manager working on. Some really cool and massive projects in that space.
1: That's amazing. So, a little bit of a shift in your day to day activities.
0: Yeah, definitely. I yes. love it.
1: So tell me what you're excited about uh, in this new role.
0: It's a bit of an interesting one, letting go of a little bit of time that I was focused in on murals and art and moving into landscape design and architecture design. Wow. Uh, what I'm really excited about is adding some new tools to the toolkit, which is in those kind of different creative areas that I don't know a whole lot about. Yeah. So that's really cool, working with First Nations artists and specifically Jara artists to embed their artworks on country for everyone to see and, and bring their storytelling and their their culture to yeah. the forefront and embed it into the landscape. So how did, how did this role come about? What was the journey? I'm talking a lot about the burnout episode in this little <laughs> chat. But yeah. um, it was about I needed to shift a bit of energy. Mm. I um, loved what I've set up and built through Nacho Station and that'll continue but I needed a new challenge or I needed just mm-hmm. some kind of shift in yep. momentum just to spark up a bit of energy so mm-hmm. I saw this position going and was able to do it at a, um, at a part-time setup so I've jumped on board and yeah a huge learning curve with uh, Jandak. I love it.
1: So yeah, you hinted just then, but what what does this mean for Nacho Station?
0: Well, at the moment, I'm trying to get my systems and uh, processes on paper. Um, I've got a, I've got a few really good systems and that I've developed over the years. Nice. And I've got some really great people who are going to step in, and I'll basically just be more of a creative director to oversee. From a distance and the people that I'm bringing in to run projects, I really trust and I Good. think they're really great operators. So wow. it, it opens up a few new challenges though, yeah. Caleb, to do with contracts and Ooh. roles and responsibilities and uh, profit sharing and Ooh, yeah. all kinds of stuff that I hadn't really considered. But also being self-employed was kind of taking its toll on having to be the one driving everything from Ooh, yeah. creating so much energy to drive everything every aspect of the business. Mm. So I was really keen to just bring in some other people and and had to have that step back a little bit, but still oversee it and make sure that the that Nacho Station lives up to its core values. But instead of just Having a job now, I've got a job and a business. <laughs> so uh, but the the That's good cool. thing about shifting the energy is that I've I feel like I've got this big wave of energy back for everything Great. that I was doing anyway.
1: I love that. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty lucky in that I've got some uh, legendary team members that I can feed off in at Hebron. I'm just thinking about you and your in your system and how you're working day to day in Nacho Station. Wouldn't have had that. Constant personal like interaction on you know day-to-day kind of business activity so i'm really excited about what this means for nacho station if you ever have any uh challenges thoughts or queries to run past me on contracts and systems and stuff we we just went through that with hebron films uh eight months ago systemized the whole thing on paper so I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for Nacho Station because once you have those systems down, that's when it starts becoming a business and when it do- doesn't rely on you uh, as much as it has to get things done, well, sky's the limit. I, I love coming
0: up with processes. I don't really like following them, funnily <laughs> enough. I would call myself a process designer if Ooh, I could, that's but cool. I'm not a process follower. Interesting. So, so I always try and make a process that's easy to follow that anyone can follow yeah that's Um,
1: that's a good process
0: but it can be tricky when you're so close to it to understand like it's easy to look at someone else's business and go Mm -hmm. you need to set up a process here and here but when Mm -hmm. you're in it doing it it can be really
1: hard to separate yourself and look at it subjectively reese that's another episode yeah really that's a that's an episode idea right there systemizing. systemizing
0: all right mate well um what about, is there any last things for aspiration-wise for us next year?
1: Yeah, look, there's a lot of things on the horizon for Hebron Films and for me, uh, a lot of things in the works that I will be excited to share when they happen. As they come along, <laughs> Oh, the, the veil of silence is really keeping us on edge there. <laughs> hey,
0: I want to I wanna ask a question of Amy. Amy, ooh. jump in now. Oh, you're not in the room, but I reckon she can add in some comments. Yeah. I want to hear what her aspirations for the podcast are for next year and maybe she can give us some insight into her creative practice. Over to you, Amy.
2: Wow. Way to put me on the spot, guys. (laughs) Firstly, I just want to say uh, thank you to both of you for – this podcast. It's been such a wonderful experience producing this with you and I've got to say every single episode I sit here for a good few hours uh, fine tuning what is already golden content, um, but I really do take away amazing things in every single episode and apply them to my own creative career. So thank you and thank you to all of the amazing guests that you've had on the show throughout uh, 2022. So as far as my aspirations for the podcast I would absolutely love to see it continue to grow to a a bigger audience. The statistics are starting to paint a picture that is international Um, so I think that so many of the topics that you talk about are so relatable to creatives all around the world not just country creatives and I think that that's really starting to show in where our listeners are tuning in from and so I want to see that grow and I would love to see feedback from our audience and people really connecting um, and I think that the socials is going to be a great way to do that so that people can write in and let us know what is actually working for you what do you, what do you want to hear more of who do you want us to speak to um, that's what I would love to hear and as far as my own personal creative aspirations i've had a a, an absolutely ridiculous 2022. it's been fantastic i've managed to squeeze in so many projects um, across so many different areas in my musical career and in my project management hats um, and i have just loved it but it, it has been almost to the point of too much so my aim for 20 going into 2023 is to really sit down and work out where do I want to go to what are the big audacious goals what are the massive long-term things and then I want to just come on back and go okay what's what's important to say yes to and to seek out and what do I need to let go what do I need to outsource and what do I need to handle to people who would probably really appreciate that opportunity and that work so much more than me. So saying no and saying yes to the right things is a big thing for 2023 for me and apart from that I'm just looking forward to making a lot of amazing things that hopefully resonate with the people that matter, the people that find those projects and those pieces of art and and really are moved by them. That's, that's where I'm headed. Thank you so much, guys. Back to you. Thanks,
0: Amy. We don't know what you just said, but... We're also looking forward to that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah, you've got some amazing thoughts, so we'll just assume
0: that we agree with all of them. <laughs> yeah, and thanks, Amy, for making it sound really good yep. and putting in the hard work of um, producing these episodes and yep. putting them live
1: on the on the platforms. Yep, so good. Couldn't do it without you. Let's uh, wrap up this wrap-up. Wrap it up? Wrap it up. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone. Bye
2: there you have it that's caleb and reese bringing you country creatives podcast thank you so much for listening to this and every other episode if you have managed to miss one please jump on to emporiumcreativehub.com.au slash podcast and there you'll find all of the past episodes plus all of the show notes so if you want to explore any of the guests or any of the topics that they talked about further there's lots of jumping off points that you can find there We look forward to seeing you in 2023 with a host of new episodes, topics and wonderful guests. Until then, stay really well, stay extremely creative and we'll see you soon.